Hello Pisces friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my report, Pisces March 2021 Astrology Must Knows. I will tell you right from the beginning of this report that this is my absolute favorite month of the entire year. The aspects are so much better than we have been experiencing. They are lighter. This is the only month in this whole year of 2021 and for a while, even well back into 2020, that we've had significantly more or that we will have significantly more sweet aspects compared to salty ones. And that ratio really does tend to set the tone for the month. Another reason why this month is amazing is that it is free from the heavier aspects. Okay, so not only do we have many more sweet aspects, also the ones that could be considered possibly salty, of those, a lot of those could go either way and actually switch back over to the positive side. And the heavier aspects that we have been really working with, the outer planets clashing together, to remember that we're looking at many different types of factors when we're looking at the astrology of a given time period. There are factors that move quickly and those things tend to make bumps or make sweet things and they just kind of pass along. And then there are the things that are happening. Those are like the personal planets, the ones that move more quickly. So they're in and they're out, okay? Like a quick summer storm. But then there is like that storm where you're like socked in when there are outer planets that are take a really long time to move. They get in locked in a configuration with each other that's challenging, which we've been experiencing throughout 2020 and into the beginning of 2021. And that flavors a time, and certainly we've been feeling that. So March is the first month that we don't actually have that going on. <laughs> so it's a lot, a lot to celebrate. Also, we're here at like a midpoint between the eclipse seasons. So when we're at an, uh, you know, not in the active part of the eclipse seasons, the, the radical change and the stress and the intensity that tends to come along with those eclipses, which we will really be feeling in May and June, um, we're not dealing with that now. And another, like we need another reason to celebrate for this month, it's completely clear of personal planet retrogrades. So all of that, you know, um, well, it's, we're still got a little bit of shadow that's kind of wearing off from the retrograde in February, but it's, it's really nothing to, to really be concerned about because it's just like kind of lingering. And for most of the month, it's not going to be an issue at all. But so we're in this, you know, the, in this forward movement time, as I call it, when we're not in the personal planet, it's being retrograde. So we're, we're moving forward. Everything is way more positive. We're out of the intensity of a lot of the heavy aspects. And besides all that for Pisces, it's your birthday month. Or if you're watching for Pisces rising or your Pisces moon or another Pisces placements, which all of my, you know, videos are for you regardless of which Pisces placement you're watching for because each planet that we have, we cast, we can cast a chart for that planet. And so you can have a planet or, or have a chart for your moon chart, your sun chart, your rising chart. And so regardless of what your Pisces placement is, this is going to, all of the, the, the personal planets that are moving through Pisces are going to kiss that sweet placement of yours, you know, your Pisces placement. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot to celebrate. So the sweet, dreamy, creative, flowing, synchronicity types of, synchronicity bringing energies of Pisces are going to be very profound this month. And then you get your regeneration, rebirth, you know, amplification of your um, positive Piscean traits, all that come with this period of time. 
So let's just do a brief talk about birthdays. Birthdays are a portal for wishes. The sun in the sky represents what we want. Every planet has a representation of, of what it, what it um, means in our lives. And the sun represents our desires. So when the sun in the sky gets back to the point in your chart where it was when you were born, that creates a portal for wishing. That's birthday wishes are astrologically based. So do your wishes. And if you want some advice on how to do your wishes, write them down, say them out loud, and experience them as if they've already come true. That visualization feeling really, really helps. You can also search for my video called, and I have it in my Pisces playlist on my um, main page, but um, if you just search for Annie making wishes come true, it should come up in any search. So you can have more information on how you can use astrological transits to make your wishes come true. Now, something we do have to chat about briefly at this time of year is that before your birthday, you have the energies of the planets moving through the 12th house. So the birthday time is when the planets move through your first house, like it crosses over that ascendant point and moves through your first house. But when they move through your 12th house, which is what happens in the weeks before your birthday, or for those of you who are watching for another Pisces placement, this is also true for you. The the energy of the 12th house gets really crowded before that point where it does the crossover at that ascendant point. And what that brings is a lot of extra introspection. Pisces energies are introspective by nature, right? But this brings more focus on the internal space, for better or worse. You know, more reflection about the previous year, more, um, you know, thinking about the things that you don't want. Sometimes in the times before this crossover, the things you don't want might become really loud or there might be manifestations of fear or addictions or worry or anxiety. Um, and that's to help you see the things that you don't want or to amplify the things that are still problems for you so that you can help to wish them away with your wishing or take steps as the, the planets crowd your first house, which is going to be happening for every Pisces placement this month so that you can start to take the action. The 12th house is like the feeling space and the first house is the action space. So you go through this cycle every time this year or every every year around this time where you get really deep into that internal space of like, what's going on with my life? How, what, what is there to be grateful for? How can I, you know, what changes can I make? And then as the planets start to crowd in that first house, that motivation comes to actually do something about it. So you're going to have all of that happening, you know, within this February, March timeframe where the, you know, the ideas and then the action and March could not be a better month for action. And you're going to experience a lot of the sweet things about March are actually going to continue to move into April as well. Okay. So some other must knows for Pisces is that we've got this new moon in your sign. We usually only get one new moon per month or per year rather in our sign and or for those of you who have other Pisces placements, this is still relevant for you. So the new moon in Pisces really brings everybody to have these certain things get pushed into the forefront. Okay, so things like meditation, um, spiritual fulfillment, you know, working on inner peace, anything having to do with rest, sabbatical, quiet time. That's going to come up in a big way this month. Mystical studies, healing your emotions, healing your ancestry, the, the, you know, the karmic stuff that we've come in with as humans or, you know, with our relatives. 
anything having to do with your intuition, like deepening it or um, developing it in some way. Anything having to do with fostering your trust in a higher power, this month is really focused on that. And this new moon especially. So all of the things I'm listing here are Piscean energies and they will be prominent the whole month. But there is this major extra portal for working on these things in the days around March 13th, okay? Channeling, so like connecting with beings that are not in this plane, people who've crossed over, um, guides, angels, even connecting with animal um, totems, anything having to do with increasing your compassion for yourself or other people, connecting to the oneness, healing addictions, anything having to do with honesty, like dealing with the situations. If you have somebody that is lying to you or you have patterns of betrayal, asking the question, what ways are you lying to yourself? What ways are you not being honest? For example, perhaps you had an intuition about a person, but you didn't trust your intuition. And so you lied to yourself about thinking that person was trustworthy and their betrayal is a reflection for your betrayal to yourself. So these are all topics that come up at this time, dealing with mental challenges. And I I've say this often and I'm going to bring it up again here. I'm a huge proponent for removing the stigma, stigma around what's called mental illness. Every human has mental illness in one way or another, and it just manifests differently for different people. Our perceptions about life, our perceptions about ourselves are all in this division of mental dis-ease, and it manifests for different people in different ways. But this is a month for that type of awareness, for um, getting together a crew of people to support you, finding free support if you're not in a financial position to afford um, paid support. Anything around getting your mental space more shored up and clearing out anxiety, definitely look into the emotional freedom technique. You can search for this, tons of free resources online. It has been scientifically proven to really help to decrease anxiety and you can do it for free. So um, definitely check into things like that. Healing your immune system, your lymphatics, detoxifying, anything like that. And this detoxification process that's brought up this month, that's also again with this extra focus of the new moon around the, the days of the 13th, um, really has to do with detoxification on any level. Okay, so this is, you know, your food, your space, your relationships. Um, detoxification is a huge um, opportunity that's coming up this month. Okay, so there is a date to note um, or, or a series of dates to note around the 28th or 29th. Okay, so this has to do with the um, full moon in Libra. Okay, and this is the 28th, the 29th, depending on your time zone. This has to do with fullness, completion, in some cases drama, things coming to light, things that were hidden being seen in the energy of relationships. And this is true for all signs because the energy of Libra is a partnership energy, so every Zodiac member will experience this, this energy in their relationship space. But Pisces also experiences it in the house of relationships, one or or both of them, because the, the seventh and eighth house is going to be what's highlighted depending on where you're at, and those are the two relationship houses. Um, it, it shifts a little bit depending on where you're at in the Pisces spectrum, but the relationship energy is what comes up for every Pisces member. So expect a little bit of something that goes on, and because this is at a challenging angle for 
Pisces placements, you know, I always say schedule a little bit of unscheduled time um, at the full moon, especially if it's going to be a little bit, I call it crunkily. You know, this is a, an annoying aspect. It's not something to fear. It's just something to be aware of. And if you know ahead of time, like if you can get out of planning something that needs a lot of your attention on the, you know, in the days around the 28th, 29th, then if anything comes up, you'll, you'll have more um, wherewithal to take whatever space you need to, to deal with whatever comes up. Okay. And it doesn't have to be a terrible thing. It could be something that is really great, but it's overwhelming. And so the stress comes in from the overwhelm, you know, so, so don't, don't fear this or assume it has to be terrible, but there are going to very likely be feelings of, of victimhood, of, of feeling victimized or noticing old victim mentalities coming up, you know, um, in your being that want to just bubble up to be cleared. So just kind of pay attention around those times. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say about the new moon on the 13th is that that's happening at 23 degrees, okay? So those of you whose birthdays are on the 13th, if your birthday is around that new moon, you're going to be more profoundly affected. Or if the Pisces placement you're watching for is near 23 degrees, then you're going to be the most affected. So our range for for even more connection to this new moon is from the 18th through the 28th. Um, or, or not the 18th, um, 18 degrees to 28 degrees with 23 degrees being the most intense. And so that's going to range from like March 8th through March 18th. And the closer you get into the 13th, the more intense this moon will be for you. Now the, the, the new moon has much more of a sweet energy around it compared to this full moon that's towards the end of the month, but you will have more notable effects if you're in those um, degree or date ranges. The last thing that I want to talk about for um, this month has to do with Mars being in Gemini. Mars is the, I call it the border collie of the zodiac. It like rumps and bumps around and wherever it is in your chart, it just sort of makes you hot on that area. Like I have to do this. I'm ready to do this. I'm rambunctious about this. And so when it's in the sign of Gemini, which is true for all zodiac members, but it's also going to be in the house of Gemini um, or near or in the house of Gemini for Pisces placements, at least for part of the time, that's going to make this even more so, which is the want to travel, the want to move, the want to to do something, to be busy. Also writing, publishing, speaking, editing, any kind of even could be other creative projects that you could be really busy about. Also, things having to do with your relatives that aren't your parents or kids, like your cousins, aunts, uncles, nephews, you know, um, nieces, things like that. Could brothers, sisters could come up very prominently um, doing things to see them. Travel is very likely going to start to be awakened this month. And, you know, this is not going to be true 100% of every person that's listening to this um, report because there are people all over the world and people in different areas are going to have different experiences of this. But the general astrological energy for many different reasons opens up this month for travel in a very big way compared to what we've been experiencing with the lockdowns with COVID. And that means also local travel and local activities and long distance things. So there is a chance that travel can open up at this time. And if you're not actually going somewhere this month, it might, you might start to be seeing the light at the, at the end of the tunnel of a time when you can start to plan. And this is actually a pretty good time to start planning things, especially as the month moves on, plans of any kind. Now, for those of you for whom 
regard, you know, depending on what's going on in the world or in your particular sector, where travel is just not happening for you personally or in your area or in your country or, or whatever, then this energy can manifest more as a social type of energy, which again, could either be in person or it could be virtual. So connecting with friends, um, working with colleagues, enhancing relationships with your social circles, online, you know, social media, things like that. It's a very busy, busy energy, and it works in a spiral. I've talked about this before. There are mutable, there are signs that are mutable. Gemini, Sagittarius, Pisces, and Virgo are the mutable energies. They, they spin in this circle, or, or a spiral, it's called, really. And so when those energies are happening, it's, it's very, very, like, all over the place and scattered. So expect to be kind of scattered with your efforts this month. It is going to be a little bit harder to focus and concentrate at least until the end of the month when the Aries energies start coming and you'll be able to have more concentration into April. This is going to be, you're going to be spinny. You're going to have to work really hard to stay grounded this month. But overall, like I said, just overwhelmingly positive and um, with other special um, extra kisses and support for Pisces within this actually sweetest month of the whole year from the astrological perspective. Okay, so if you'd like even more information about the astrology ahead and how you can make the most of it, first go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You'll see a little note there that says, Dear Friend, I'm Annie Botticelli, and it will have a sign up right there on the front page. That's where you sign up for my free email newsletter. You'll want to sign up for this because you will get delivered into your inbox one month early each month my write-up, a comprehensive write-up of the month ahead, including all the sweet dates, all the salty dates, what you might expect with those, and lots of details about what you can expect for the month and what to be aware of and what to celebrate. Okay, while you're at AnnieHelpsYou.com, click in the right top corner under blog, and I've got all different types of blogs, but of note here with this astrology forecast is my astrology blog, so you can check that out. Then go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com and note, note that in the notes underneath this video, if you click on the little more arrow underneath the video, it will reveal all of the, the notes with these actual links so that you don't have to just remember what I'm saying because they're all always underneath the video. So you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com, get my written horoscopes for each sign up one month early as usual. I like to give you time for planning. Also, I've got extensive different categories for healthy living and astrology kissed living. So herbal teas for each sign, yoga for each sign as the sun moves through the signs. So you'll want to check that out. It's a beautiful site. Then definitely also go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And check out the free courses that I have for you. And also you can see my paid courses. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, then wow, you should see what goes into my paid courses. You can check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. Even if you don't want to do astrology professionally, if you want to learn astrology because you love it and you want to learn how to use it for yourself, for your own self-development and help your family and friends, or if you do want to do it professionally, this course is crazy comprehensive and it will prepare you to do whatever you want to do with astrology. So you can see that at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. And the last thing is to make sure to get my book, my new book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. It's in every major bookseller it all in every Barnes and Noble, every Books a Million in the whole United States. It's also everywhere extensively um, throughout the world. You can get it pretty much anywhere. And it will help you to do just that, align with the natural rhythms of the universe. It's a very comprehensive book. And you'll go back to it time and time again 
for resources on how to use all of the astrological potentials in the best way. You can get it on Audible, you can get it on ebook, and you can get the beautiful hardcover version. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!